Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to Tech Stuff. My name is Chris Paulette, and I am an editor at HowStuffWorks.com. Sitting across from me, as usual, is senior writer Jonathan Strickland. I've just been informed that I'm too important for this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so today we wanted to talk about clout. And, and whether what, whether or not you have any. Yeah. Uh, and Maybe and, not you personally. Yeah, no. I, that guy over there, he's got no clout. Apparently, I, apparently I have some. Um uh, it's a, a not insignificant amount, though not nearly as much as, you know, like Justin Bieber. Uh, so what is Clout? So Clout is this company out of San Francisco mm-hmm. that was founded by Joe Fernandez. Uh, back in 2008, he started to build it. When he couldn't talk. <laughs> Did you know about this? No. <laughs> There's an article in Wired, and I, I actually revisited it. It's it's called What Your Clout Score Really Means. It's ah. from Seth Stevenson. I actually read it in the print edition, but I, I went back and revisited it so I could throw it in my electronic notes. Sure. Uh, yeah, he uh, – <laughs> this is really, really funny. He um, had had uh, had to have his jaw wired shut. Ooh. That That's not funny. 
I no. don't think that's funny. But because he couldn't talk, he started uh, he started tweeting and using Facebook to communicate with people because it was driving him nuts that he couldn't talk to people. Yeah, I'd be he, the same way. He said, in, in fact, he said he couldn't. Uh, his mom didn't even understand what he was. <laughs> yeah, really. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, thankfully, uh, he's apparently all better now. But yes, uh, I've seen I've seen interviews with him where he was not wired shut and he was talking. Yes, so he actually started uh, he actually started talking about uh, or tweeting tweeting about this <laughs> th- all, all sorts of different things talk, uh, about um, restaurants that he had been to and mm-hmm. making recommendations. I mean, you know, again, kind of ironic as they point out in the article. Kind of ironic he couldn't. Open his mouth and go eat there. Right, but um, basically product recommendations. He started thinking because he'd had some experience with with statistics and started thinking, you know, how many people am I talking to, and and to whom are they talking, and right. how much influence do they have over people who buy stuff or go shopping or go uh, out to eat with these different people? And that's when he started. Uh, he started making some rudimentary calculations. Rudimentary by the terms of clouts. Uh, algorithms today sure. and started putting together this idea of, you know, how much influence do people have in the social media? Circles? Yeah. So that's, this is really an interesting concept to me mm-hmm. because some people would have you believe that influence can be measured solely by things like the number of followers you happen to have on social networks. Uh-huh. But Fernandez's point is that's not necessarily the case. You could have lots of people following you, but if no one's really paying attention to what you have to say and they're following you anyway, then your influence isn't that great. You know, there's a lot of people who could potentially hear you, but no one's really listening to you, and that's a problem. Right. So you could you could uh, conversely, have relatively few followers compared to someone who has millions, like you know Justin Bieber's got millions of followers on Twitter. Now he happens to be very influential uh, on Twitter, so that's I'd know, heard that it's kind of a bad example. But let's say let's say you've got someone who's got it's a over good bad example. <laughs> let's say let's say you've got someone who's got over a million followers, but for some reason their clout score is not that high. Mm-hmm. The reason for that might be that perhaps a lot of those followers aren't real people; they might be bots. Yeah. So. Uh, that could be one factor, but what Fernandez wanted to do was measure how much impact a person has on their various social circles and on the web in general, uh, not just how many people are following them. And those are, those are two different things. Mm-hmm. So he built this, uh, this company and this algorithm or yeah. helped to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, his site, of course, is called Clout with a K. Um, and since its inception, there have been other imitators. Yep. Um, I don't know if some of them were actually out beforehand. And Twitter itself is working on its own implementation of a similar software that would allow you to see, like, when you tweet, how, how much of your audience are you actually reaching when you send out a Twitter message? And this really applies to people who have lots and lots of followers. So, for example, if you take me, I don't have, you know, thousands and thousands of, I've got like, 4,000 followers, which mm-hmm. that's, that's, a, that's a lot for me because I'm like, well, I'm just a guy, you know, I'm a guy that 4,000 people follow. I hope that I, I'm interesting enough to justify that. Uh, but there are other people out there who have millions of followers, but they don't know necessarily how many of those people they're reaching when they send out a message. Yeah, just just for independent confirmation, I am sitting here directly across from from Jonathan, and, and he is, in fact, just a guy. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm just a guy with a 65 cloud score, though. 
That's true. And then, and part of the reason that, that Jonathan does have a 65 cloud score, and that's of the day we're recording this. Yeah. These things do change. Yeah, it could be, it could be in the, down. it could be in the low 40s by the time this podcast goes out. Uh, part of the reason that, that Jonathan is, has a cloud score of 65 is because there are a lot of people following him, but he's also, uh, well networked with people, uh, also in the tech world. Yeah. So there are people who share his tweets, uh, with other people. That's part of the score. There, there are people who uh, who talk back to him. Yeah. Who also have boy, do they talk back to me? Shut up, you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see what I did there? Yes, I do. Um, who there are people who have conversations with him on Twitter. Let's yes. go with that. Uh, who are also influential, right? Uh, in the the Twitter sphere and on cloud, and therefore uh, that boosts his reputation. Um, and his uh, his ability to uh, to network with other people, and so therefore he has a, a higher score than than maybe some other people with more followers. This might sound really familiar to you, especially if you are familiar with like Google's PageRank algorithms, what used to be called PageRank anyway. Uh, the idea that Google would use this complex formula to determine how well ver- various uh, sites would rank and search for any particular term that you're searching for. So when you're searching for, uh, I don't know, uh, 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 cool tech gifts for the holidays, then Google would look through its, use its algorithm and rank all these pages that relate to those search terms and give you the highest ranked ones. And that ranking is based on lots of different factors, including how many websites link into it and uh, how old that particular website that you're looking at is and and other factors as well. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Mm-hmm. This is the same idea except for people instead of pages. It's it's how well a person ranks partly due to their behavior online, partly due to their network that's around them, partly due to how many people are following them. There are a lot of different factors at play. Yeah, there's actually a web page on Clout's site that goes into the different factors that that they will admit to. Now, they they don't give you the the nuts and bolts. It's a a, a secret sauce, if you will. Clearly, you wouldn't want to be able to give out all the information because then people would game the system like crazy just to get their clout score up, which is not the purpose of the the site at all. Or to to start a competitor, too. Yes, Uh, another good point. yeah, let's let's talk. I'll mention a little bit more about what what they say. Uh, competitors or uh, critics, I should say, actually criticize clout because it's uh, and usually the comparison I've seen is to a credit score because mm. the credit reporting agencies don't tell consumers what's actually going into your score. Yeah. Um, and in the, ca- in the case of credit, it has to do with, you know, how much you spend, how quickly you pay it back. Um, you know, how many cards, credit cards you have or credit accounts, lines of, of credit that you have open. Right. And, and lots of different little proprietary things. And, and each of them has a little different mix. Well, the cloud is sort of the same way. They, they tell you roughly what goes into it, but they don't tell you exactly how much weight each one carries. For, um, it's based primarily on, on Twitter and Facebook. Um, this is not really much of a secret. Uh, things like, um, mentions of your name in Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. Um, People who who uh, are engaged with a lot of brands on there, the likes that you have, the TV shows you like, um, the the um, uh, stores that you like on Facebook, um, the number of comments you have, people who subscribe to you, uh, the number of friends. Uh, obviously, that's a metric, an obvious metric. You know, how many people follow you on Twitter? How many people follow you on Facebook? Uh, people who mention you on on Twitter, or people who. Um, 
people you reply to and people who reply to you shows your engagement with that network. Mm-hmm. They've also extended it to uh, to Google Plus, LinkedIn, uh, Foursquare, Wikipedia, um, things on uh, on LinkedIn. Um, they go by your reported title. So if you say you're CEO of the world, then I guess that that would probably help your cloud score. Yeah. So I, although I think that's probably hard to verify. These these are relatively new. Uh, yeah. in the, mm-hmm. in the, the clout world, these, these, um, these items, because before what that was really looking at was Twitter and Facebook. Mainly, first it was Twitter and then it was yes. Twitter and Facebook. Uh-huh. Uh, then you and could that's... also link, you could choose to link stuff to your, your cloud. If you create a clout, um, account, you could choose to link things like Google Plus, Facebook, Twitter, and other platforms as well. Now it looks at these other elements like Wikipedia or if you are mentioned in something like the New York Times mm-hmm. uh, so that it can determine, all right, well, um, you know, you're getting press. People are writing about you. So yeah. then that means you are more influential than someone who is not getting press. So that would uh, impact your score as well. Yeah. If you, if you want to sign up for clout you would sign up using your twitter or facebook information basically once you're logged in you can you can uh sign up for clout and it will access your account mm-hmm. um and it will say okay do you mm-hmm. want to add your other accounts do you want to add these other accounts and there are even more than they're mentioned here things like flickr and and other accounts and things sure um and so yeah what what jonathan said is is true they're also measuring this information whether or not you sign up for clout yeah because you're you're if you have a twitter account and it's public, and you are sending out messages, that's public record. That's stuff that yep. anyone can access. Yes. So what Clout does is it will automatically start to index you and look at how other people are responding to you. So whether you have signed up for Clout or not, you may have a Clout score. And, uh, you know, the, the, we, I don't, have we mentioned what the range of scores is? It's we- between one and 100. That's correct. So the higher your clout score, the more the more clout you have and the more influence you would theoretically have over the web based upon uh you know the algorithms uh, uh, assessment of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people are not like you would think the average would be 50, but the average is really closer to the 20s range and it's that uh, the people who are 50 or higher are are assumed to be more influential in whatever fields they've been identified as uh, being experts in. Yeah, um, and they, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if you sign up, you'll find out that they ask you, hey, what are you influential in? Yeah, and it turns out, like, if I log into my cloud and I, I look to see what I'm influential in, there's some things you would expect, you know, like technology is up there, which that, that makes sense. I do a tech podcast. I write a te- tech articles for a website. Uh, that makes sense. There are other things like, Atlanta restaurants. Huh. I didn't know that I was that influential with Atlanta restaurants. I should get better tables, darn it. Um, but yeah, there, there are other things that I look at on that people have identified me as being influential and, uh, some of them may be jokes, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. And I think, I, I think here is a good point to point out. Uh, and then there are critics and there are proponents of, of cloud, just like anything else, but, um, I think it's a good point to go right down the middle and say, look, this is what one person and his company have done, you know, as, as, as Joe built this company up. This is how they chose to measure people. And it's not, it's, it's based on one system. Yeah. So it's not really, I think, 
uh, it was a couple of years ago, or was it a couple of years ago, or well, last year, where they where they rejiggered the algorithm. And really, people, it was this year. It was, it was earlier this year? this year. I thought yeah. it was late 2011. No, for it was some earlier reason. this year when they they changed it because oh, my score upset. my score skyrocketed. I had been around 62, uh-huh. and uh, and then I jumped all the way up to 69. I was almost 70. It was very close to 70. And I was thinking, whoa. How'd that happen? Holy cow, I'm more – and I started comparing myself because, of course, you know. I of course got, you did. I'm a bit of an egomaniac. You know, I admit this. <laughs> and so I was like, let me see what my good friend Ayaz Akhtar of This Week in Tech, let me, uh, Tech News Today, let me see what, how he ranks. Oh, he's, he's at 65. He's lower than <laughs> I am. Gosh, Ayaz. And, of course, now I think he, I think he ranks rightfully so. Above me, <laughs> yeah, well. because these things do, you know, it, it was it was like an initial shock because people's scores changed pretty dramatically. Some went up quite a bit, some went down, and then it's been slowly kind of readjusting to where it needs to be based on all this new information. Um, and you know, this this can be really challenging because you're building an algorithm that needs to identify uh, people. And it needs to be able to make sure it links to the right person. Because as it turns out, there's some folks out there who share uh, the same name as mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. And so you have a lot of false positives. For instance, if you were to search Jonathan Strickland in the metro Atlanta area, uh, some mug shots would be popping up. And none of them are me. Today. Today. Okay. <laughs> but let's be fair. Today is the recording of this podcast. Yeah. None of those mug shots would be me. Yes. Uh, who knows what tomorrow may bring. And, but, but that's the thing is that it could end up identifying this stuff like, Oh, Jonathan's being written about in criminal newsletters. That's odd. But I dun, guess that adjusts his clout score. Like, no, that's not me. That's another Jonathan Strickland and uh, same spelling and everything. But, you know, so the algorithm has to take that stuff into account. The other thing that's kind of, a controversy with clout is how companies are using clout in various ways. Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Yeah, let's... let's uh... I was going to get into the critics in a minute. I was sure. thinking uh, this, and this the next section in my head. Okay, is very slender. All right. So, what is clout other than, other than influence? A measure of influence in the the social media world. Uh, an idea of of that. What does clout get you? Very little, or or a lot, or a lot, depending on how high your clout already is. Um, it, yeah, it's clout is a weird thing. Uh, in some cases, all it might get you is bragging rights, in the sense of, you know, you you measure your clout against your buddy, like your yeah. buddy Aya Zaktar of this week in tech <laughs> tech news today, and then you say, hey, look at that. Uh, or you may uh, I say, think his like, clout score is going up because you mentioned him very on, well, twice, on and the deservedly so. The man does good work. Uh, as much as I, I joke, he, he is an actual friend of mine. Uh, so maybe not after this podcast, <laughs> but he, you know, the, these, these numbers for a large part of the population may not mean much, although it can tell you how effective you are online. So in a, in a sense, it's doing what it's supposed to do. It's telling you what your impact is. And if your impact is low, you might say, you know what? Uh, you might be cool with it. You might be saying, oh, you know, I, I just use this for fun to stay yeah. in touch with my friends. That's all I use it for. That I don't care. But if you are trying to get a message out there, mm-hmm. then what it's telling you is your message is not being heard. It's not, it's not punishing you. This number is re- related back to that algorithm. And if you want to make sure your message is heard by more people, you need to look into ways of delivering that message in, in a, in a way that, that, that interests people, that gets other people talking, that get, goes beyond just your immediate circle of followers. And if you're able to crack that code, and by the way, I do not have the secret sauce for that. 
there are some messages I send out there that go bonkers, and I think, wow, that's amazing. And then I and then I'll I'll sit there and I'll craft what I think is the most brilliant, funny, uh, uh, timely tweet of all time, and I send it out, and no one replies, no one favorites, no one retweets. So I mean, I don't have that secret sauce. Definitely, you need to ask people who have a much higher cloud score than I do. But if your score is low, that could be an indicator that hey, you need to change things so that you can make sure that whatever message you're sending out there is being heard by the right people. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and and for somebody like um, you know, for politicians, for example, yeah, um, this is incredibly important. Or, or entrepreneurs who right. want to who get their name out. Um, then there's the the other group of people who are. Are, are sort of in between. They're, they're, they're doing this sort of because they want to, and then they might be getting perks. Yeah. Clout perks. Yeah. So, so if you are an influential person, mm-hmm. then you are an attractive person for certain brands. If you are influential in a particular field, let's say with me, I'm, uh, apparently I'm influential in technology in Atlanta restaurants. Then let's say an Atlanta restaurant opens up and they are, clout savvy. They understand how clout works right. they, and they know, hey, if we convince this guy to come into our restaurant and eat our food and we really pull out all the stops, he's going to go out and he's going to talk about this incredible experience he had. And because his influence is high in this area, that means we could see a return on that investment. We could see people come in because we tapped the right person to talk about this. And that can go across all sorts of industries. That being said, I'll come out and say it right now. I have not received any clout perks. <laughs> I am not, I don't use clout to get clout perks. I'm not saying that I would never use one. I, if one came along that was just unbelievable and I'm like, hey, this is exactly what I need and exactly how I need it, I would probably do it, but I've never had that, I've never had that happen. Yeah, the companies, the companies involved in clout perks are generally people who want to do some promotion. Yeah. It's, it's pretty simple. Right. Um, and so once you get your clout score up to a certain level, and it could, it, it depends on what it is. Uh, yeah, it depends on the company. Like some companies will say, okay, anyone who's below a, a 75, we're not interested in because that's not, that's not worth the time it would take to do this. Yeah, but you might, um, you might pass, let's say 30. And they'll say, hey, uh, people with a uh, clout score of 30, we'll give you a coupon for a, a free um, six-pack of our new soda flavor. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and redeem it at your local store. You know, tell us where to mail the coupon. So they mail the coupon, and you get the beverage, and you try it, and you go, hey, this stuff is pretty good. What they're hoping, but there is no requirement to do, what they're hoping is you're going to share that experience with your friends. Hey, I was on clout. They sent me a coupon. I tried this stuff. It tastes like a combination of of mangoes and feet, but I happen to like the taste of mangoes and feet. So I'm going to, you know, tweet this on Facebook and Twitter and put it on my Google Plus account and mention it on LinkedIn. That you just did exactly what the promoters were. What? Apparently my choice of mangoes and feet was not. I'm just. I'm having. I just I, wanted to do something silly. I'm trying not to think about that taste right now. <laughs> I, I just wanted I will, to say will, something silly. I, I don't but, like mangoes, and I really don't, don't like, like feet. feet. But uh, yeah, okay. So, um, so that's essentially what they're hoping that you, that you'll say that uh, clout uh, for for its uh, uh, you know just to to promote its own credibility here, uh, and I feel like it's fair to mention this. Clout says there's absolutely no. Uh, obligation on your part as a clout participant 
if you get a perk to promote it in any way at all, you can take them up on the perk. You can decline the perk. You can tweet about it or not. Um, and, uh, and you know, it's up to you whether you, you could say, hey, this stuff is nasty. I don't ever want to see it again. I hope they pull it from the market fast before I sue them. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that, that is completely up to you. But it, it depends on, partially on your clout score. And it depends partially on generally, and it depends partially generally on what uh, areas you are influential in. I would assume that uh, President Obama and Justin Bieber probably, you know, get all the clout perks they want. They probably can't don't take anyone up on them. Yeah, they, there's also uh, we should also point out that um, with perks comes the responsibility of uh, revealing the fact that you have received this as a perk because. Uh, there's an ethical problem if you don't do that. Yeah, and a legal problem too. Yeah, in the United States, um, yeah, the the quote unquote mommy bloggers um, w- without clout. Uh, this was going on for a while, and they were not revealing that they had received this as a perk. Again, to its credit, clout uh, encourages you to reveal hey, re- that. Re- yeah. <laughs> remember, if you're going to post this, say, "Hey, I got it free because I was here." Yeah. So yeah, they, yes, yeah, the clout's not condoning unethical behavior, which, you know, that's important to remember because there are critics who kind of overlook that. Um, And, you know, that's why I wanted to mention the what you get for it first before we got to the critics. Working remotely where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, 
The more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Yeah, so it's it's gotten it's become a great tool for uh, companies to try and court influencers. Yeah, and in some cases, it may be that a company says, "Hey, this person is really influential in the field that we're involved in. Mm-hmm. Let's not just give them a perk. Let's hire them to do something for us." So in that case, you're talking about like you might have a freelancer out there who is just an incredible influencer in a particular industry. And then this company says, this is who we need to get to represent our brand or to message out something about our brand. Uh, and we're going to actually hire them. Maybe it's a contract for a certain number of appearances or maybe we actually – Give them a job offer. And that's another way that people are using clout. Some companies, particularly advertising firms, marketing firms, places where uh, uh, your ability to get a message out is clearly an important part of your job, mm-hmm. they are looking at clout scores. Because yes, if, they are. If, you, if you're going into an ad agency and you're saying, hey, I know how to message out uh, information. I am I am the guy that you need or the lady you need to hire for this position because I know what I'm doing. And then they look up your clout score and it's like 22. They'll say, hey, um, can you show us a better example than your clout score? Because according to this, you are not getting your message heard. And and that's, you know, that's also drawn some criticism. People have said, well, how is that fair? And the counter argument is to say, well, if the algorithm is measuring how well a message is going out across networks and the me- and the score is really low, how would it be fair to this company to hire someone who is not as good as a, a different uh, potential employee who has a much higher clout score who has proven that they are able to get a message out across networks? Yeah, yeah, the uh the cloud score has come into hiring practices recently. Yeah. Um I've seen um articles written on it and uh you know people who were unaware of the cloud score. You know, they hadn't signed up for it, didn't know it existed. Uh sort of taken aback by the fact that there is a cloud score. Yes, you are being measured. Um that's a little uh that's a little weird I think for some people. Yeah. Um and people without knowing and it's again the reason they compare the clout score to the credit uh credit score is that without knowing exactly what you're being measured on it's difficult to improve on it. Yeah. Um, and it can it, be a bit of a treadmill too to constantly try to figure out what to say next and how often to say it and exactly yeah. what way to say it in because what, what time to say it because there are you know those are that that's something I actually take into consideration. You see I Chris and I we don't just uh interface with social networks for ourselves. Sometimes we have to we do it for our tech stuff brand. Right, because because yes. <laughs> we want we want people to know what we are doing as tech stuff. We want to stay engaged with our audience. We want to know what they're thinking. So uh, 
but there comes a time where you're like, should I post this now? Because my audience might be asleep, you know? And then you think, well, considering how many of us are tuned into the social networking crazes out there, uh, a message that was posted four hours ago may never be seen. You know, if I log into Twitter and there's a message that was posted about four hours ago that I think would have been amazing, I might never get to that because to page back through that many tweets uh, is a daunting task. I'd have to clear out a half hour, 45 minutes of my schedule just to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that also comes into play is when you should post if you're trying to if you're if you're really trying to use social networking to get a message out. You know, if you're just using social networking to say, uh, I watched that episode of blah, blah, blah last night, and it was phenomenal. It may not matter that you post it at 2 in the morning or 8 a.m. or 4 p.m. It may not have any impact there. Yeah. And that might be fine for you. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, the other element of, of this is, unlike the credit score, the cloud score is something that I think a lot of people are not aware of, and that's a problem. You know, because they could be judged on something that they themselves had no knowledge of going into, you know, a job interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, also found an article by uh, Menachem Wecker uh, about a professor at Florida State University who was using clout to grade his students in class. Now, it was wow. for a marketing class. Huh. Um, it was, uh, you know, for an electronic marketing class. So... People were upset about it, but it kind of makes me think, well, if this is specifically a metric for measuring your ability to market yourself in electronic media, maybe clout's – I don't know that I would make it the sole thing that you grade someone on, but it probably at least belongs in part of it. Um, Or should build an awareness – that the class should build an awareness of its prominence in, in today's society for that. But I, I wanted to mention, too, one thing that uh, where it doesn't compare to a credit score, however, is there are more than one agency developing credit scores True. in the United States. Cloud is not alone, but it is the it holds player. an unusual prominence in its, it's field. got a lot of clout, as it turns out. You might say that. Uh, so, yeah, it's if we if we assume that <laughs> that that the clout algorithm. Yes. Is. Looking at things in a very uh, methodical and measured way, mm-hmm. and that it is, in the end of the day, looking at the at how how influential people are based upon how w- widely their message is heard and how many people are writing about that person. Mm-hmm. Then clout in and of itself is an interesting and I think valuable service for people who. Are trying to get a message out. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not necessarily a good thing or bad thing. It's a useful tool. Um, the way other people are using this tool might be you know might make you upset or it might thrill you depending on your cloud score. Right. Um, but that's you know again you can't blame the tool for the way people are using it. Right. I mean same thing we could say about Twitter. Twitter yeah. when it was launched, people were talking about Twitter being a way that you would send out a message to a group of friends. Mm-hmm. Right, that was the main use case of Twitter. That has totally changed yes. since Twitter launched. Oh yes, and w- one of these days we are going to do an episode, or at least at least one episode about the Twitter. It'll probably be a two-parter, but the story of Twitter to really talk about the foundation of it, what it was originally meant for, and what it has turned into, especially in light of the controversy of how Twitter has handled the whole API 
approach and third-party developers because that's definitely caused a lot of frustration in the tech world. Um, and you've got companies like Clout that are very much leveraging Twitter to get you know to to become a valuable service. Mm-hmm. So. Um, at the end of the day, does clout really matter? I guess it depends on the industry you're in. And uh, the the nice thing about the clout score is it's not static. It will change over time. And if you are dedicated to increasing that clout score, you can do it uh, in legitimate ways. Hopefully, the clout algorithm will be able to take into account things like uh, dummy Twitter accounts or dummy Facebook accounts so that – if you were to get a huge number of followers immediately, it would not automatically adjust your score mm-hmm. because obviously you could game that system. I mean, there are companies out there already that only exist to provide people fake, essentially fake accounts. Yeah. Uh, there are even other ones that will try and get real accounts to follow you, but there's this whole, um, uh, I scratch your back, you scratch mine approach where, you know, like, if you follow these 20 people, these 20 people will follow you back. You know, that's kind of a, you know, almost like a pyramid scheme of Twitter followers. I would hope that the cloud algorithm takes that into account and again, really concentrates more on the impact and, uh, hopefully avoids counting false positives because otherwise it's just going to become another service that everyone gains and ultimately it will be meaningless. Mm-hmm. Like when every when everyone has really high clout, nobody does. It's like the Incredibles. All right. That was an incredible podcast. Let's close it off, guys. We have finished our episode about clout. If you have a topic we definitely need to talk about, get your clout score up to about 50 or so. And No, I'm just kidding. Just send us a message. Send it through email. Our address is techstuff at discovery.com or let us know on Facebook or Twitter. Our handle at both of those is techstuffhsw. And Chris and I will talk to you again really soon. You should try this stuff. It tastes like pineapple and feet. Yeah. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. 
smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.